As October 31st gets closer, writing gets a little spookier, life gets a little scarier. Welcome to the all-new AOS Studios podcast, where we'll show, showcase students' scary pieces of writing. This is Spooky Scary Stories. and I'll be your host for today's episode. As Halloween gets near, our creative thoughts move towards a scarier place, one that sparks fear. So why not showcase those thoughts? Here's our first story from Kimberly. The House on Maple Street by Kimberly. We, the spirit of the victims, will tell you the tale of terrible misfortune. Let us begin our tale. On 8811 McGregor Street, a frightful monster was generating destruction in the community. Nobody knew who he was, but they didn't care. They just called him the Bull Man. Let us tell you his tale. It all began on an eerie Halloween night. The Bull Man was once a handsome, rich, youthful prince. His story is quite similar to the tale of Beauty and the Beast, but in this story, there was no hope for him. He was a greedy fellow. He never supported anyone and always demanded something in return. He moved out of the home he had prized for so long, thinking of adventure and the new life ahead. With time, he settled in a beautiful palace. Then the unthinkable happened. On a bleak, dull, stormy Halloween night, an old beggar got the nerve to travel to the castle. This was a big error she would never make up. She begged for food and shelter, but he refused her request without thought. She took with rage and cast the most horrible spell ever known to man, for she was a witch. The prince was doomed to roam the earth with the head of a bull, as an immortal being for all time, to pay for his arrogance. He withdrew to the city of Houston and settled down in his new domain in 1800 Maple Street for a very long time terrorizing mortals all around. He mercilessly slaughtered trick-or-treaters and reaped their candy for himself. He continuously wished there was a cure for this awful spell, but there was not. And so he would take out his fury on innocent beings like us, assuming that they were the penniless woman. Children would not dare go out without a weapon and a torch, fearing for the lives. The children wouldn't go out to play without a parent. Everyone was petrified by the house on Maple Street. No one would go near it. When the bull man relocated there, everyone within five blocks of a new home moved away. Soon, Houston was a ghost town. The bull man decided to move on as there was no one else to terrorize. He left departing to Dallas and the identical situation happened. He kept on his feet chasing people near and far, until he finally halted. No one knew the reason he suddenly stopped chasing people. They were just alike to be rid of the monstrosity once and for all, excluding the small town of Hunksenburg. 
Far off on the other side of the world, on the very edge of nothingness, lay a tiny town. No one knew about it but immigrants and residents. The people who left were to have their house homes. They were just delighted to be rid of that monstrosity once and for all, excluding the small town of Hunksingburg. Far off on the other side of the world, on the very edge of nothingness, lay a tiny town. No one knew about it but immigrants and residents. The people who left there, who left were to have their homes swiped from the back of their memories and had the memory turned into nothingness. The town was so magical that everything unrealistic was drawn to this town, making it the most dangerous in the world. And that's why the bull man wanted to travel there. The bull, bull man traveled for a millennium before finally arriving. It was there he finally met his match. There was a giant that owned a beast called the Sheepdog Man. The Sheepdog Man felt an immediate threat arising from the Bull Man. The problem was, Sheepdog Man was too young. Nevertheless, he cha challenged the Bull Man to a fight. The battle ended briefly and Bull Man was gone. How did the Sheepdog Man defeat him, you may ask? Nobody knows, but the horror of the last five millennia was no more. That was one scary story. I really enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. I just want to caution you. I don't know if there are any more bullmen like that in Houston today. Keep guessing. Next up is The Slumber Party by Zoe. After dull months of quarantine, the kids thought up a plan after COVID-19 to celebrate with a slumber party. As the party was planned and all of them attended, the wrappers and tapestries hanging on the walls and hearing the sodas popped and fizzle calmed everyone. After everyone settled in and the parents decided to head out to a restaurant while the girls would eat from home, they watched a movie thrilled with excitement with popcorns clutched in their hands and the aroma rising to their noses. Finally, by the time the movie was over, most of them were half asleep when the last chart of names slid down the credits. A knock was abruptly heard from across the room at the front door. Aurora shifted on the couch while Rose went to answer the door. As the knob turned and the wooden door creaked open, a woman about the age of 19 or 20 with a green baseball cap and a wild sm wide smile entered. She was wearing a shirt with green crown labeled on the right side of her blouse. She was holding a pizza box box with a foul smell in her hands. She looked deadly sick from her pale green skin and dark smudges under her eyes. You order from Green Cow Crown, yes, by the name of. The pizza girl looked over at the receipt under the box and looked up immediately. Emma Wilson? I guess, but my parents didn't tell us, Aurora replied, and Tari not nodded in agreement. With a cold grin, the pizza girl set down the box and headed towards the door. Wait, Mary called out. What's your name? Because you seem new to town. With a low voice and evil smirk, the pizza girl replied, Serena, and with not another word, walked silently out of the door and closed it with a loud bang. As the door closed, Tyler, one of the girls in the back of the room, coughed loudly. They thought nothing of it as they headed to the table to have the pizza. 
as Terry took a bite out of the pizza. She gasped. This is horrible. And all the girls agreed, except for Mary, who explained that it did not smell or taste bad. Really, it did not taste like anything. Tyler coughed once more loudly, and the other, another girl started to breathe hard. One by one, they all started to cough and not be able to smell or taste it, and it became hard for them to breathe. People in the room were complaining about headaches as they laid down to sleep before the clock struck 12. What an interesting and spooky story. I am nobody knocks on your door tonight. Be careful out there. Here's our next story, The Unsuspected Guest by Chloe. One day long, long ago in North Carolina stood Bridgers High School. The students there were all extremely smart and very talented. You had to pass a ton of tests just to get in. Riley and Livy were just two of the students that went there. They were in mostly the same classes, and they never had the chance to really meet each other. But they both had friends anyway, so they don't, they don't really care. But one day, there was a science project, and the teacher was randomly selecting partners. And Livy and Riley were chosen to be together. The teacher said, everyone has to do this project on Halloween night and in the puzzle woods. Everyone in the class was upset. But it was worth 90% of the grades, so they had to. They wanted to be with their friends and asked to change, but they couldn't, however. It was a relatively easy project. All they had to do was find a specific berry in the woods. So later, that day, they met up outside the school, got in Riley's car, and headed to nearby woods named Puzzle Woods. Kind of a weird name, right? Anyway, they thought nothing of it. They continued walking through the, throughout the woods. All of a sudden, Riley started screaming at the top of her lungs, Libby, come quick! Libby quickly rushed to where she was, and there was a small disc. It was a complete smooth circle and had this weird code on the outside. It didn't look like any language at all. Then a door opened, and it looked, there was, looked like there was some of, sort of fog was coming out of the door. That's all Livy and Riley remembered soon after Livy, Liv, Riley woke up and mumbled to herself. What, what, what was that happened? She got out of some sort of transparent tube. She was put in and sees Livy asleep in the tube right next to her. Riley quietly taps on the tube and whispers, Livy, are you there? Livy! She wakes up around five seconds later and she sees Riley glaring at her. She asked, Riley, where are we? Then yawns. Riley helps her out of the tube. And then they get out of whatever room they are. Livy says, look, there's a window. They both, both look through the window and they're not on the ground, anywhere. Flying in the sky and they can see Earth from a distance. Suddenly they think, are we on a UFO? Then they see a tall green figure walk past then it sees them and picks them up as if they were about to choke them. But then she says, just kidding. We're nice aliens. They were dangerous ones coming to your town to run tests on people. We're trying to get as many people out as possible. Riley says, wow, thank you so much. What about our parents? The mysterious alien figure says, here, follow me there this way. And lo and behold, they see their parents. 
They are so happy. Then they see their science teacher and the rest of their class, and he says, I told you guys to come down to the woods for a reason. You all get an A-plus for the rest of the year because you figured it out. Riley and Livy say in sync, you've got to be kidding me. This is fake? Their science teacher says, that would be correct, and your parents have known this for several months. Random kid in the class says, wow, we're kind of sad that our parents would betray us, but that's okay. It was fun. Everyone else agreed, and the teacher says, there's another thing to it. It's also a Halloween party. After the party, everyone in the class became friends. They all lived happily ever Halloween. That was a really creative story. Honestly, I wish one of my teachers gave me an assignment like that. It would be so much fun. What great stories. Don't forget to check back in tomorrow for an all-new episode featuring new writing. Who knows, maybe it could be yours. Also, don't forget to go check out our all-new podcast, The Election Section. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ved, and we'll see you back here tomorrow on Spooky Scary Stories. Official AOS Studios podcast. Thanks for listening.